And it is the top of the hour. Carrie Harrison with you. So glad to be with you. I am uh, in a moment going to introduce who I'm sitting next to. You can also watch us on a live stream. It may or may not be live if you're hearing this as a podcast at Go Harrison on Facebook, probably also on YouTube. But that's not what we're going to do today. We're going to have, as always, some fun and deep probing. The kind that everyone seems to like, with or without the masseur. (laughs) And we're going to talk about uh, the meaning of life. Oh, my God. Uh, And answer many of life's weird riddles. But first, first, my favorite thing in the world, of course, is to introduce one of my dearest, closest friends, none other than Greg Pallast, a name you've known, a person you've grown to know and love. You've seen him on Democracy Now!, You've read his book, The Best Democracy Money Can Buy. Here he is, investigative reporter Greg Pallast with Pallast's Fact Injection. And what, Greg Pallast, what is your topic today? Well, Carrie, I want to talk with you about Americans who are vaccine hesitant, or as they are called in medical terminology, uh, vax holes. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to start with the Delta Airlines variant. Uh, I think you mean the Delta variant. No, 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 no. That's what they want you to think. It's the Delta Airlines variant. So so I was on this Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta where I was doing an investigative report for Democracy Now! and KPFK Pacifica. And um, I'm flying back to L.A. and the flight attendant says, I want to see everyone keep their masks on. I'm going to be on this plane for 10 hours. You only have to be on this plane four hours. No one takes off their masks. No excuses unless you are actively eating like between bites, you know. So, all right, fine. So then the guy walks by me and I said, wait, wow, that was a heck of a speech. By the way, are you vaccinated? (laughs) And the flight attendant said, of course not. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. So I'm going to be in this tube. Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. I'm not. (laughs) Of course not. So, okay. So I'm going to be in in a tube Mm -hmm. with this vax hole for four hours. Mm -hmm. This guy who could be loaded with something that could kill me. Now, for those who know me, I have one functioning lung, a weak heart. That doesn't stop me from going after the bad guys, but it makes He's it... not kidding, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm not kidding. Most of us just say I... that just because it's fun yeah, to and, say. Yeah, and I don't... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a pickup line. I only have one <laughs> lung. <laughs> Please breathe into me. Uh, every, so what, what's going on here is that every Delta Airline flight is, in, in effect, a super spreader event. Now, think about this, Kerry Harrison. You can't get onto a Delta flight... Ever. ...with a load... <laughs> Well, that's that's for other reasons. Okay, we're going to work on that later. But uh, think about it. You can't get on a Delta flight or any flight with a loaded gun. But you can get on a flight with a loaded nose loaded with a bunch of virus, COVID virus. Now, wait a minute. If I brought a gun on a flight, the chance that I would actually, like, blow someone away is pretty darn slim, almost non-existent. But if I get on a flight with a nose of loaded with COVID, the chance that I will give someone and could kill someone with COVID is actually pretty high. So think about why doesn't the FAA, who's supposed to protect our safety, right? They, they, they worry about us being able to get into the life rafts within so many seconds. When was the last water landing by a plane in the U.S.? But <laughs> where, where 
rafts helped. Right, rafts, right. <laughs> like, usually if you land in the water, it's, um, yep. okay, whatever. But anyway, but I'll tell you this. Yeah. If they want to really protect passengers, why don't they require vaccines to get on planes? Now, Canada does that, but I understand. Canada's a first world nation. Georgia, when I'm flying from Georgia, ain't. That's where Delta's based. Nevertheless, now, I can't, I don't want to say that Delta's never taken action, Delta Airlines, mm-hmm. the, the spreader of the Delta virus. Yes. That's why it's called the Delta virus. I, I, that's, I've made that up, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, Delta has taken action. Yes. They're saying, because they do have a COVID, um, they, they have a big COVID spread among their employees. So what they're doing now is they're charging any employee who's not vaccinated $200 a month extra for their health insurance. In other words... Delta is concerned about their bottom line, but they're not concerned if their flyers drop dead and they got off the plane. So, well, you know, why should they be? So <laughs> what should be done, Greg Pallast? Okay. I, how about I mean, clearly we, you've thought this through. I, I've thought I, a solution Well, here. thinking is what I get paid yes, for. Yes. I mean, not by, not by Pacifica. Not that we don't <laughs> think on Pacifica. I just don't get That's not where they pay me. It's like, you know, Rolling Stone or Democ- you know, these other. BBC. Out, you BBC know, little television. Tiny, yes. those, those, those guys. Yeah. But uh, number one, how about boycott the bastards? Hmm. Boycott the Vax Hole operations. Now, American Airlines requires their employees get vaccinated. Delta Airlines requires, uh, but does not. United does. So take American, not Delta. Take United, which requires vaccination. Southwest doesn't. Or like if you want to get, you know, wasted, may I recommend my watering hole, Johnny's Bar in Highland Park. (laughs) Uh, And the reason I say that, um, and it's easy to get a seat there at the bar. It used to be very crowded, but they require you to show a vaccine card to Ah, get in because the, the owner, a great guy, um, Zach Crandall, uh, has, has said, I don't want to kill the people coming for a beer. I don't want them to get beer and COVID. So he requires vaccinations. All the employees are vaccinated. And, you know, the bars down the street are happy to give you Jägermeister with a well, with a chaser in, of in, virus. In Europe, that's normal. Yeah, well, in, not not the chaser virus, but, well, <laughs> no, no, maybe a, syphilis. You but, have to show. I was just in Portugal. Yes. You have to show right. uh, a virus. Right, uh, to get yeah, in. That, that you got a yeah. vaccine to, to get into a place. So, and then how about sue the bastards? I mean, in other words... Look, if someone dings my car in a parking lot, I can file a lawsuit. Okay. Is that you or me? That's a, uh, I don't I know. I think that's my, oh, it's my. Oops. <laughs> there's, there's mayhem in this. You know yes. what's happening. You know? uh, I blame it on, on the virus and Fauci. Why not? Um, but, um, you know, if, um, if I ding my car, if you ding my car, I can sue you. But if you cough on me as you're walking by my car and I die of COVID, my family can't sue you. So we, we have to change this. Now, think about this. 40%, 40% of the of the care workers in nursing homes in Florida don't want to get vaccinated. They're resistant or, you know, they're vax holes. So, so in other words, now, you know, you can't go in there. You can't get a job at a nursing home in Florida, unless you have a tuberculosis injection, unless you have a rubella injection. I don't even know what rubella is. I've never been, to, have you ever been to a funeral where someone died of rubella? But they don't require you to get a COVID vaccine. In fact, federal, uh, Florida law says you can't be required to have a vaccine. But so if, so, but let's, but there's something it can't stop you from doing. If some vax hole is serving your grandma jello and is breathing COVID on grandma's jello and she drops dead, 
Why shouldn't you be able to sue her? Well, Greg Palast, the argument is always about freedom. Isn't it Timmy's choice what to do with Timmy's body? Well, up to a point. What if Timmy breaks into my car mm-hmm. and takes a big old dump in the driver's seat? That, that's his, he wants it's the possible freedom in to, my sma- neighborhood. to smash my window in my car, open the door, get yeah. in, and yeah, take yeah. a big old, sure. leave sure. me a big old load. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you know what? You can't do that. Yet, here's the other thing. Timmy can come up to me, cough in my face, and give me COVID, and I can die. No one's going to die. It's going to be very uncomfortable driving with Timmy's load on the Indeed. driver's seat. But it won't kill me. So here's the thing. Freedom there's a very simple legal principle, which is I went to actually went to law school, believe it or not. And one of the simple rules <laughs> of, of American <laughs> of American jurisprudence is that my the freedom of your fist ends at the tip of my nose. You cannot punch me in the face. You can even say, hey, I want to punch you in the face. But you can't actually punch me in the face. You can't give me a virus. It's about time we do something about it. Well, according to the television set. Joe Biden, our president, e pluribus unum, is doing a whole lot about it, isn't he? Uh, Sleepy Joe. Um, Well, it's it's about time. He's been president, oh, how many weeks? Like a full (laughs) year. Okay. He was elected in November. In fact, it was like about a year ago, roughly today. And talk about vaccine hesitancy. He said we're all going to have at least 70% vaccination rate by July. And when that didn't happen, he blamed Mark Zuckerberg? (laughs) <laughs> okay, now wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. But, but that now, just, is just so you know, he is, well, he pretends to be commander-in-chief of the military. Do you know that when you join the military, you get 17 vaccinations, 17 yeah. when you join the military. And, and now, they're not optional. And they're not optional. They don't say, oh, well, if you have That's a right. religious or, a, or you're, you know, you, you break out in acne or yeah. something. They don't care. It doesn't matter. So here's the thing. Yeah. Why didn't they require, until this month, they haven't required that 18th vaccine, the COVID vaccine. And, and, and even Mr. Fauci, too, who's been he's another vaccine hesitant, you know, because he's not following. He says we have to follow the science. Well, the science says everyone should be vaccinated. All right. In Italy, if you want to go to work, you must be vaccinated anywhere. Any any private employer, anyone work, want, who wants to work. Now, you don't have to go to work. But if you want to get a paycheck, you have to be Vaccinated. But, but now, Mr. Fauci, Mr. Fauci yeah. is following the Nuremberg Code, <laughs> and he's not into medical experimentation. Well, this is, you know, okay, we'll get away from experimentation. By the way, it was Larry Kramer, the great uh, AIDS activist who died of it, who called Fauci a mass murderer because of, again, his delaying, delaying on, on authorizing medications which they knew would work for uh, for AIDS. But they were only delayed until Fauci got the personal patents for them, <laughs> which is true. Huh? Yeah, it's just no, business. It's business. See, we forget Delta Airlines. It's just business. Well, and all of this is theater. Yes. In fact, let me tell you something. Because, you know, it brings up this this issue of big pharma and whether being experimented on. Now, yeah, and wait, I, are, are you saying, Greg Palace, that you don't trust big pharma? No, I don't. Now, here's here's the interesting <laughs> thing. If you... They say, wait a minute, I'm telling you you have to take the vaccine. Yeah. In fact, I'm saying the government should order every walking human and their pets to be vaccinated. All right? Now, do I trust Big Pharma? Do I trust Pfizer? If you read the best democracy money can buy, even better if you read it and understood it, 
There's a whole <laughs> chapter. There's a whole chapter that I did an investigation for the Guardian newspapers on Pfizer. That's right. Pfizer is a a, a company of assassins for hire. That is, they will kill you for a buck. They'll kill your mommy for a buck. And I say, wait a minute, but Palestine. So you're saying don't take the Pfizer vaccine? I've taken three Pfizer. I've taken three shots of that stuff. I've gotten Pfizer jacked, I can tell you. And I love it. And you know why? Because they're in it for the money. They're not in it to kill you. They're not in it to implant a microchip so Bill Gates will make you buy Explorer 3.7. And allow you to be a repeater for 5G <laughs> right. as a walking antenna. Right, okay. But so the thing is, no, I don't trust Pfizer. But I know this, 7.2 billion people have taken this drug. And here's the effect. Walk into any hospital. Here's the numbers. 11 of 12 people who are on ventilators in hospitals today, 11 of 12 are unvaccinated. Pfizer isn't doing this because they love you. I don't trust them. I don't trust Moderna. By the way, I do trust AstraZeneca because that's Oxford University. They're not doing it for the money. But I got to tell you this. This time they're making money by selling something that works. They have no objection to doing to actually saving your life as long as it makes the money. It's making them money. And we see the effect. Okay? So now, um, you know, so when you have places like that are actually checking this, like Johns Hopkins, Oxford University, in other words, wherever fine brains are sold, uh, we are <laughs> we know that this stuff works and no people aren't dropping dead or retransmitting. 5G. In fact, if you go onto YouTube, <laughs> yeah, I only have three bars, so <laughs> right, we know it's not go. true. It can't work, right? So this is not about vaccinations. This is about stupid. So when Biden and Gavin Newsom say you either, if you go to work, their new thing is if starting uh, in a couple of weeks, if you're an employee in a business with a hundred employees or more. You have to either be vaxxed or take a test. This is a test, but it's not a vaccine test, not a COVID test. It's a stupid test, all right? And so don't flunk the stupid tests. Um, this is not a pandemic. We're, we're past a, a disease pandemic. The reason we don't have smallpox is that the governments required people to have smallpox. You know, there were anti-vaccination, anti-inoculation riots in 1850s in London to say, no, we don't want to have a smallpox inoculation. This is before vaccines. They were inoculation. And they're pretty grim. They would take pus from a person who was infected, slice your arm, put the pus in your arm, and the government required it, but it stopped. That's why we don't walk around dripping with pus coming down our face because we stop smallpox with inoculation. Right, and George Washington famously did that back in the late 1700s. Yeah. So this has been 1800s. around... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, George Washington. Yeah. Sorry, I, I mixed my centuries... Well, it, ha it happens. It at happens. Our age. Well, okay. <laughs> now, yeah. So forty-one. Yeah, but there, but there's other dangers, aren't yes. there? Well, you you point out Bill Gates creepily sitting there, and somehow has been able to implant uh, nanotechnology into the vaccine, which somehow is so microscopic that it can be absorbed in the smallest of capillaries and replicate robotically. Okay, we all believe that. Yeah, that's but, actually technically impossible. Well, I'm not worried about. Well, just a second. Yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. I know that Farrakhan has been on this very he's radio dead. station, but he said, <laughs> "Now look at he him." He has said, "He has said that you'll get these chips implanted in you." That's what they want you to believe. Microsoft 
and Bill Gates and Putin all want you to believe that the chips are in the vaccine because what they don't tell you, because obviously you can't get the chip through the needle, yeah. but what they what they want you to think it's in the vaccine, in fact, it's in Red Bull and light beer. <laughs> Everyone knows this. I'm investigating. Now, this is Greg Pallast. I'm an investigative reporter. It's in light beer. Now, think about it. You notice that they never spell light beer, L-I-G-H-T? They never spell it as light beer, like lightweight. Yeah. It's always L-I-T-E. Now, Carrie. Yes. It means LED internal tracking emitter. <laughs> L-I-T. Light beer. So all of you have been avoiding the vaccine, and then you're, then you're knocking down a brewski. Come on. But, but when you micturate and relieve yourself <laughs> of that light beer... Does not the, uh, the the nanotechnology release itself into the water supply, now, <laughs> in which case we then re-drink it? Now, now, I know this is KPFK, so I do want to... <laughs> I do want to say that for those of you who believe that the chips are actually in Red Bull and light beer, yeah. before we get a call. Satire. Um, um, Look at the phone. Look at the phone. It's, 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 not, it's not true. It yeah. was actually part of the stupid test. So now um, I do, you know, we've been joking, but I want to mention uh, Jevin Lamar, the great, uh, great hip hop artist who yeah. works for the uh, Greg Palace investigative team out of Atlanta. His aunt, 42 years old, just passed away from COVID. She died. Mm-hmm. He flew up to see her in her last days. She couldn't breathe. She was in terrible pain. And when she could speak, which was rare, she said, if I recover, I don't want the vaccine. She was unvaccinated. She didn't recover. Her mother and no mother should see, should have to bury her child. When they finally pulled out the tubes, because she was gone, her mother, Jevin's grandmother, ran, who was in the medical field, ran out in front of the hospital and stopped everyone in the parking lot, started yelling at them, take the effing vaccine right now. So take it from a woman who saw her daughter die, not being able to breathe, literally choking to death in her own fluid in her own lungs. Take the vaccine, okay? And this is Greg Pallast with your fact injection. Thank you, Greg Pallast. You can always check out more and see everything that Greg does at gregpallast.com, P-A-L-A-S-T as in Tom, gregpallast.com. Carrie Harrison with you. You are listening to Harrison's Reality Check. We are going to be also giving a nod to KPFK. We were just doing a little special moment because we get a chance to really do freeform radio here at KPFK, and that is exquisite and unusual. Let me tell you, um, my other day job on commercial stations, which hits about 300 a day, doing commentaries on AM talk radio, I don't get to talk about this. I can't make this joke. We can't do satire. We can't visit together and play with our minds like this in this free forum. And it's kind of fact-free. Yeah, fact-free. You don't get the fact injection on commercial radio. You get the fact dejection. And that's why, Carrie Harrison, this is Greg Pallast reporting. 
I don't get paid to report for KPFK Pacific. I don't even I volunteer for democracy now and you see me. I'm the guy with the hat with the fedora, which I'm wearing right now. Yes, you are. You, okay. You have to take Carrie is Harrison's new, word for it. Is that it. a new fedora? It, it well, looks different. There are you know that I have about <laughs> I have about twelve of them, including ones with cameras in them. I kid you not. Like Einstein. And uh <laughs> and uh, Einstein had a camera in his fedora? No, but he had he had uh, I think like forty identical suits. Okay. So he never had to make Make a decision. Right, never make a decision. And but here's here's a decision I made. Yeah. Fifty three years ago, and I'm only forty seven. Yes. Fifty three years ago, I made the decision to join this extraordinary thing called KPFK Radio. Would you please join me, and call eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five. We have actually one eight nine eight five five seven three five. Now I'm an investigative reporter. I'm going to take a guess. Tell me if wearing it's true. a monocle. <laughs> 818-985-5735, I think it's 818-985-KPFK. Yes. Am I right? You're absolutely yeah, right. That's why they pay me the big bucks now, which is zero. But I will say this. Please make that call right now. And the other place you can go, you know, you order on, uh, you know, you Online. get an Uber, you, you get your um, your Uber Eats or your, your Uber Upchuck, whatever you're doing. So you know how to do that thing. You're ordering all this junk on Amazon. How about order the truth by going to kpfk.org, kpfk.org. There are some cool, insane, eye-swiveling premia gifts for those who make the donation. But I think you should just make that donation, not because you want a goodie, but I, I actually kind of like you to get the goodies because I know that there's my DVDs, Greg Palace books, etc. But... Carrie Harrison has something special if you call 818-985-5735 or even better go to kpfk.org and What's the wow. website? What is it? kpfk.org. Pay attention. It's your show. Um, we have something really, really special for you. Dig this. I'm looking at it. You'll have to take my word. I know it's radio. You'll have to take my word for it. It is the coolest poster you've ever seen it is who is that that's me super they super carry and turn me into a superhero in tights all buff <laughs> this is a lie it's I my fantasy in, okay it's the it's the fantasy carry oh. balancing on a microphone about to take a dive into 90.7 fm kpfk radio pacifica los angeles it is the coolest art deco poster multicolor you've ever seen i'm getting to Please, is a KPFK exclusive. Uh, now, Vic, it's uh, Vic Giza. 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 Yeah. Okay, Vic Giza, who is, by the way, uh, he's a Marvel artist. You know, a comic, great comic book uh, artist. This is you're going to get an original, limited edition, signed, numbered poster of an all new interpretation of KPFK by Disney Marvel artist Vic Giza. This unique rendering of KPFK with superhero Harrison surfing the mic is sure to become a collector's item. Really, it's 24 by 18. That's two feet by one and a half feet. Suitable for framings. Cool as it can get. And I'm serious. This is only $150. We're doing premiums at kind of a very cheap rate, frankly, because this thing is precious. You don't miss your water too well and dry. And I'm going to tell you one story, Carrie. I was pitching for a station called KCH. You know that, that there were five, there have always been five Sister Pacifica stations. Right. But there was one in, was one in Dallas, KCHU. And we got on the air and said, K-Chu? 
Kachu. Kachu. <laughs> it was Kachu. And and believe and we said, look, if you don't donate, uh -huh. we're going off the air, yeah. my friends. And no one believed it. And Kachu just blew away. There is no more Dallas Pacifica station. Now, right now, you've heard on the air, KPFK is sucking wind. We really need to keep this precious thing on the air. You've heard some really, besides my fun, but I think it was informative about vaccines and vaccines. But we talked to you and we'll talk today about the Chevron in, uh, attack on human rights lawyer Steve Donziger. We've talked to you about many deep and serious and important and valuable issues, stuff you just won't find on National Petroleum Radio. They're not going to do a report on Chevron oil. You know that, that Chevron Oil is the number one sponsor of the PBS NewsHour. They have not covered any of this international front page news about Chevron's attack on the people of Ecuador and the indigenous people. But you heard it here. You hear it here. In fact, if you stay tuned, we're going to cover more of it. And by the way, this is Greg Pallast. I'm, uh, I'm the guest wingman for Kerry Harrison. And we're going to actually this pause for check. we're going to pause for a quick second here on Harrison's reality check. Just a quick shout out again to KPFK. You can go online to kpfk.org, kpfk.org, and you can pick anything you want. Make a little donation. Boom, get your treats. We're really recommending this poster because it is a one time only from a Marvel Studios Disney artist. He is a fan. A big fan, so much so that he drew, I mean, this is absolutely superhero-level poster for KPFK. We've never had anything that looked like this before from such a high-achieving artist who happens to be a routine listener. It's funny when you find out who listens to KPFK. I mean, I've had Lily Tomlin walk in here before. We've had this and that. You never know. Cause I, where I was we... in the studio with Josh Fox and Rosario Dawson. Sure. We, we were in here together. Shailene Woodley. And so, yeah, we've, look, people who want to know what's going on are tuning into KPFK, not National Petroleum Radio. In fact, you can go to kpfk.org. Or and call 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. And you can actually see the poster, right? It's up. It yeah. was just put up. And all you have to do is click. And just click. So, okay. kpfk.org and click as we continue here on Harrison's Reality Check. Listen, well, it's still legal. Perry Harrison, Reality Check, live. Hi, this is singer-songwriter Nancy Sanchez inviting you to tune in every Saturday night at 10 p.m. right here on KPFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles to listen to the best Latinx alternative show on the coolest radio station powered by the people, La Gente. See you this Saturday at 10 p.m. on Travel Tips for Aslan. Nos vemos. NPR. This is all things in consider. Carrie yeah. Harrison, reality check live. As we continue, Carrie Harrison with you, along with my 
old, old not in age, hey. but old in years of knowing as a very dear and trusted friend, Greg Palast, whom you can visit 24-7 at gregpalast.com versus at his home in um, Northampton, Massachusetts. <laughs> but you can go to gregpalast.com, gregpalast.com, and you can always check up on many of these investigative reports that you simply will not find in other locations. A quick shout out again to KPFK, because that is the plot of today's play, ultimately, is for you to call 818-985-5735. And for 150 bucks, you're going to get this incredible incredible poster drawn by one of our routine listeners who turns out to be the Disney Marvel artist Vic Giza. It's this incredible, it's a unique rendering of KPFK with a superhero that just happens to look like me surfing a microphone on a skyscraper of towers and it's it will be a collector's item. Why? Because each one of these posters is individually numbered and signed a limited run of only 100 of them. Suitable for framing. They're going to definitely go up in value. We we curated this when we talked to him. We said, we only want you to do a limited amount. He also said, I'm only going to do a limited amount. <laughs> that helped. Um, and he said, I want to do something that's going to have value for the listener. Sure, they're going to donate and help the station, but I want them, them, I want them to have something that's going to end up be, being worth potentially thousands and thousands of dollars in a very short period of time. Yeah, this guy's and stuff I thought, really sells for big yeah, money. I mean, that's kind of the cool thing. So we're rethinking many of the ways we do this. And that's why you're in here today, Greg, is mm -hmm. so that we can visit a little bit and talk about things that are important to us from vaccinations to other things that are our routine daily lives that affect the average person right now. Mm -hmm. You know, homelessness, uh, uh, inequality, whatever. Stuff that you and I love to talk about that that our listeners understand is actually real and not make-believe. I'm going to tell you a quick airline story because okay. this was fascinating, and I forgot to bring it with me because it's still in my backpack. But in Switzerland, you can buy knives, big serrated knives, you know, um, like Swiss Army knives mm -hmm. with, with teeth on them and in the airport and throw them in your knapsack and jump on the plane. Now, you can't bring them into the airport and pull machetes out going through the uh, metal detector. But once you're in the airport, you can buy knives. Likewise, flying on Lufthansa, the German airline, which also owns Swiss, they serve you real food, unlike Delta. I mean, maybe they give you peanuts because they know you're allergic and they can kill you off. But... On Lufthansa, they serve you real food with metal knives. Now, explain to me the difference between a uh, all Americans are likely terrorists. Fact. No knives for you, Missy. You get a bamboo spork without tines on it. You, you know, you get a, a, some kind of flat thing, you know, a, a lozenge, a, a nail file. But German-speaking people get metal knives that are serrated, and Swiss-German-speaking people can bring in hacksaws on the airplane, but they're not likely to ever use them. Please explain why this is not theater. Well, it is theater. <laughs> yes, it Here, is theater. Here's, the, here's the thing. On September 11th, 2001, we were all, America was a victim. Mm. Americans were victims of an attack. By September 12th, we were all suspects. See, so what happened is is that we created not – it wasn't just the Patriot Act. It was this whole creation of a fear culture because 
See what, you know, like Franklin Roosevelt said during the Depression and when we were attacked by Hitler, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. But George W. and Dick Cheney said, we have nothing to sell you but fear itself. Remember the, the gorgeousness, and, and I recall back when we, before we all had flat screen TVs, when we still had television sets, you know, with the glass screen and they weighed 900 pounds, you know, back yeah, in 2000. Yeah. Right. Well, ancient history. Here. I remember the bug in the corner, which is what they call it on TV. Normally it's a little logo, it says NBC or CNN or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's called the bug, and they can key it in and out. Well, there was a bug on every channel that had the color coding of how afraid you need to be that day. Do you remember? It was red, amber, green, yellow. And you would tune in just to see how scared beepless I ought to be at this very moment as Donald Rumsfeld is pulling out his lube and having a great time. (laughs) And we knew this is is nonsense. Well, actually, you know what? Believe it or not, I actually interviewed some people, got to know people who were in the total information Awareness That's right. TIA. division, TIA, total information awareness, and they had that that you know the uh, the, the the single eyeball yeah, at the in top the, of in the, the pyramid. pyramid. Yes, right, you know, whoop, yes. Whoop, whoop. They, and, and, and they had to scotch that campaign because we all found out about it. <laughs> yeah, so what happened was this total information. So I talked to some of the people, and I yeah. and I said. Who in the world actually checks every day what the fear level ought to be, like orange and blue or green? Mildred. And in Mildred his, and, and her and, double and, wide. And, and you know what he said? He said, you know who checks the terror ratings? The terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And this is why they dropped it. Because, see, if it was a red, yes. if it was red, yes. then airlines had to check all cargo going in. They actually had to put them in pressure things to see if there was a, an explosive device that would go off when it hits a certain altitude. So they had to check every bag. But if it was yellow, they stopped checking the bags. So they literally told the terrorists, Al-Qaeda. So all Osama bin Laden had to do was, like, look at the color code. Oh, oh it's a yellow day. This, <laughs> all right, fellas, hit, buy a ticket. <laughs> this is the day. <laughs> right? So they realized it's only the terrorists reading the, the, the code. But the whole point was, like, and this is one way that they actually pull fear, get you going with this, is changing those numbers. So it's up and down and up and down. And so, yes, so they were selling you fear. In fact, I made a joke in my book, Our Madhouse. And this is Greg Palace, by the way. I'm here on Reality Check on KPFK, your weapon of mass instruction in Southern California with Carrie Harrison and the program is Reality Check. And, um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> so in my book, Armed Madhouse, I said it was a time when they had the – it was after the shoe bomber, and they required us to take off our shoes. And I said, thank God someone didn't stick the Semtex in his underpants because that would be a, a heck of a problem if we were at the uh, – you know, going through the uh, the beepers. And, in fact, <laughs> unfortunately, maybe I gave someone an idea. But uh, right after my book was published, someone put Semtex in their underpants in, in their in their skivvies. Right, and, and that's <laughs> right around the same time that Jesse Ventura – Went and sued Homeland Security because they were doing the hopey, gropey, you know, pokey, whatever they were doing. And I Some ran into— Some people pay extra for that. I, yes, yes. Um, there is a place in West Hollywood. <laughs> right. It's a—it doesn't matter. Why would I know this? Only right. because I know total, people. Total information awareness. As, yes, you, thank you. Got, in fact, Kerry is sitting here. He's got that third eyeball. <laughs> yes, I do. That, that's part of the yes. uh, tracking my, system. My, pineal gland is poking out yeah. there. Um, Je- and by the way, while, while the reason we're, we're kind of making uh, second rate jokes here is to give you time to, to call. let your, to call yes. 
985-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. I want you to make that donation. Now, I donate, I, like I say, I've been a member of one Pacifica station or another. Even when I lived in London working for the BBC, uh, I've always been a member for over half a century for, the, for one Pacifica station or another. In fact, this year, uh, my donations have gone into uh, thousands personally. Yeah. And um, not because I'm a great guy, but because I'm desperate for the real information, the real news, and just great programming. Sometimes it's just killer music that I've never heard. I mean, I listen to Mark Torres' program Saturday night, the Latin music show. It's like, yeah. it's insane. Yeah, it's perfect. And, and I, I would just give just to support that show. And if you believe, if you know, a lot of people say, Greg Palast, how can I, your work is amazing. How can I help your work? Well, in the rest of the world, I'm on prime time. I'm on your, you know, your regular tube, BBC or uh, um, Arte in Europe, et cetera. But in America, I only have one crack in the electronic Berlin Wall, and that's the Pacifica stations. And here, my home station, KPFK. Go to kpfk.org because you really say, I want to support the investigative reporting that Greg Palace does, the information that Kerry Harrison brings on Reality Check. I want to support the station that brings you um, um, world music and democracy now. That type of eclectic, wonderful, different, unbought, unbossed. We have stories. In fact, uh, when I was guest hosting a couple weeks ago, I did a story. Let me, let me just yeah, jump in for a second. And then uh, please, and by the way, once again, 818-985-5735. This is Greg Palast. Um, just holding hands with Kerry Harrison, who's the, the host of Reality Check. Uh, so, so hit him. Tell him yeah, what's going on. Uh, just, just a quickie. Uh, just to recap, um, 818-985-5735 or 818-985-KPFK. You can also go to kpfk.org, kpfk.org. Pick what you like. Give it a click. Make a donation. It's super easy. Uh, and right now, we're really looking to give you this poster that it's only was on done the show, by, by the, the way. Only, it, by the way, it's only while we're on with Reality Check, because there's a very limited number of these signed number works of art. It's amazing. And because it's limited, we're only having it on Reality Check. That is to the top of the hour. That's it, my friends. So make that call or go to kpfk.org. Click on the poster. Get it. It's, it's, when I say it's a poster, it's, a, it's you know, what you call a multiple original. It, it looks like when you're watching one of these Marvel movies in the movie theater, that's what it looks like. It's, it is full-on, incredible, it's, it's textured, and it's breathtaking. And it's a $150 pledge. And as he said— 18 when you, by 24. It's a foot and a half by yeah, two feet. It's, 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 it's full poster size. And he knew that when people get it, it's going to go up in immediate value. And there's only going to be so many. Each one is signed and numbered. 150 bucks, 818-985-5735. You get to own a piece of KPFK that, like wine, goes up in value. And it's going to be a vaunted treasure that people will come and say, where'd you get that? Sure. You go, well, I, I'm the one that has it. You're the one that doesn't. Yeah, there was a Shepherd Ferry poster that was uh, made for KPFK. People missed on that. Now, now it's like yeah. twice what you donated well, for it. So yeah. Th- th- this is, this is but, well, it's important way whether, more interesting. You know, even, yeah. And I got to tell you, even if you say, well, I don't want something. I don't have, you know, I don't have room in the mobile home. I don't have room in the packing crate. So... You know what? Then just make the donation. KPFK.org. You become a member. Uh, if you make a $25 donation, uh, 40, I, uh, 
the annual membership, if you're not a student, if you're a student, it's, it's cheap. If you're low income, you know, you, we don't check. <laughs> you say uh, if you can afford $25 or $40, you become a member of the station. You can, you can become a voting member. You get to pick, you know, uh, when does NPR tell you you get to pick who runs the station? That doesn't happen. And, you know, I'm picking on NPR because they're supposed to be wonderful in public, except that they're brought to you by they Archer are wonderful Daniels in public. Monopoly. They're wonderful in public. Right. Yes. But if you like to have somebody speak to you in somnambulistic avuncular tones, imagine if someone spoke to you like this at the dinner table. You'd stick a knife in them <laughs> because it's so condescending. <laughs> and we don't do that here. Let me tell you, I, I just want to speak to a little bit about the, the mass media because it is really important. Yeah. Everything is the media right now. Mm-hmm. I, my first introduction to KPFK, I was still living in Chicago, and this is 25 years ago, and KPFK had was one of the first to start streaming. And I had dial-up or whatever crap I had at the time, and it was skittering and popping. But I remember- You didn't have the chip yet. I didn't have the chip. You weren't vaccinated. No, I, I was not vaccinated <laughs> yet with that. Okay, sorry. And, and I was listening, and I was hearing, I, I don't even remember, I think it was Chomsky or something. Now, Chomsky happens to be like the eighth most quoted man on earth, but he has zero penetration in the United States of America. Except for? Pacifica. Exactly. And so the eighth most quoted man, he's published widely everywhere except in the United States of America. Greg Pallast is in the same situation. I do these live hits on RT International, which is, uh, I think, feeds like 800 million homes, but they don't have me on MSNBC or CNN because what you and I do, you can go to goharrison.com, by the way, just a a shameless plug, because I haven't even mentioned my own website, but go to goharrison.com. You'll see a couple of these things. And Greg and I are out there, but not in our own country. Why? Because we pull the curtain and show the man quivering behind there. You know that I actually got a note from Noam Chomsky about this. Uh, And Noam, who I've known for years. Yeah. um, He was in India. And on the front pages of the uh, the papers in India was a story by Greg Palast uh, from The Guardian. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was about um, how the intelligence agencies before 9-11, this is not about being an inside job, but this was about the fact that, that a lot of the people in the intelligence agencies refused to investigate the bin Laden family, even though they had some suspicious members in the U.S., um, because they were financially allied with the Bush family. And as one um, uh, insider from intelligence agencies, it's, it's a... It would be a career killer to go after Bush's financial partners. And this was devastating and important information. This was important. This is not about whether it was an inside job. This is about whether the intelligence agencies yeah. were paying attention or looking the other way because of, of you know, it would get them in agents in trouble because of business. business. It's business. about business. It's about the cashola. Business. The business. With a D. Right. And, um, and Chomsky said, how come this on the front pages in India and then he went to France. It was on the front pages in France. <laughs> yes, and, yes. of course, it was on the front page yes, in England where I was reporting. Yes. He says, that's not reported at all in the United Nothing. States. And I said, well, know him, Mr. Chomsky. I said, know him. Because in the U.S., consent is manufactured. The news is manufactured. Except for. I did put that report on Democracy Now. I did put it on KPFK. Yeah. And then I had longer discussions with the KPFK folks when I came back home to Los Angeles. Look, I literally went into physical, I went into exile. I moved to London so I could report from the top of the BBC Nightly News, so the biggest network on the planet. I come home, 
And unless I come into KPFK studios, you don't hear this information. You know, I did remember, uh, some people know me, Greg Pallast, for uh, my first big story that uh, um, should have hit the U.S. was how Jeb, uh, Jeb Bush, George Bush's brother, removed 58,000 black people from the voter rolls of Florida before the 2000 election. And Bush, George Bush won the presidency by just 537 votes after they removed 58,000 black people from the voter rolls. I, I uncovered that for The Guardian and BBC television. And you know what? It was reported finally by the New York Times four years after the election. I got a call from Paul Krugman. How come this isn't on the, on the air in America? I said, Paul. Yeah, Paul, why don't you tell me? <laughs> you Paul, tell me. you work there. <laughs> you know, Go ahead, so, you tell me. And so what happened is, you know, I was able to finally sneak a few things in through columns like uh, uh, in the New York Times, like, like through Krugman and, and others. But if I wanted to get on the airwaves, it was not on the front page, so if I wanted to get on the airwaves, and the Los Angeles Times, by the way, said, well, we covered it. I said, no, you didn't. You said Democrats accuse Republicans stealing elections and Republicans say it's not. So this is not about Democrats and Republicans. This is about race in America and removing black people from the voter rolls. They didn't, the LA Times just didn't cover it. Okay. Well, let me, let me. But KPFK covered yes. it. And, and so, you know, part and by of. by the way, if you want. Well, hold on a second. KPFK.org. Get there now. Get Definitely. there now. Get there now. Definitely. And, and for a $150 pledge, you can pick up this incredible poster that goes up in value. Um, and we're going to get to that for a second. The guerrilla tactics that often have to be done by journalists, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to be finding guerrilla tactics to get out the news. We're supposed to be just getting out the news. But there's a second full-time occupation, which is figuring out how to get it out. There's no difference between the times of Jonathan Swift, where if he had written directly about the king, his head would have rolled off at the dinner table and his wife would have gone, you know, had to pick it up by the hair. Same thing with uh, uh, L. Frank Baum writing about the Wizard of Oz, which we know was really about silver. <laughs> and all these other people, uh, Mark Twain, who told us there's a Spanish-American war. Really? What's that all about? These satirists. Um, when I was uh, started the channel on Sirius XM called OutQ, it was a gay channel, and there hadn't been one before, mm -hmm. uh, and it, it ran for 16 years, but I only was there for the first year doing mornings. And I brought Noam Chomsky on there because there was no way to get him on commercial radio. The only way I could do it was creating a segment called At Home with Noam, and it was Saturday <laughs> night, and so I asked him dating tips. It was not a long-running feature because, <laughs> frankly, he's never thought about it, and he had nothing to say. But and He was happily married, so I don't know. Yeah, happily, well, 50 years. I mean, that's basically all he could say. But the point was, get you know, how do you use these guerrilla tactics to get these incredible and important voices on? And that's on the commercial spectrum. Here we are on the non-commercial spectrum where we have the latitude to have on whomever we want, whenever we want, without restriction, without a general manager who's going to say no. We have this amazing new general manager, Mikel who is like a real That's radio guy. I'm going to say that again. A real radio guy. And he's smart, and he's savvy, and he's passionate. And he's like, take it to the edge. Break the news. Make a difference. Get it done. Do great, powerful radio. Make the station succeed. And so here we are. 
we're watching KPFK rising out of the ashes. And this is a beautiful Phoenix moment. And that's why people like Vic Giza, who is a Marvel Disney artist, one of our regular listeners, said, listen, I'm going to create just 10,000, sorry, 100, 100 limited edition, incredible posters, each one numbered, signed, and beautiful, frameable posters that are going to go up in value for people that are investing in the station, get to have an investment back that goes up for just them. You can call 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK, or you can go to kpfk.org, kpfk.org. You'll see this incredible poster. It's only a $150 pledge, which breaks down to like nothing per week, a couple of cups of coffee. It's super cheap and you will own it forever and it will go up in value and you'll be the one of the few one of a hundred in the world who has a poster drawn created and coming out of the beautiful recesses of a creative mind of a disney marvel artist vic giza you're going to want to have it we want you to have it and we want to start giving you stuff that goes up in value we want you to have a return on your investment in us other other than just content and let me tease very quickly before we pause for a quick moment we are going to be on uh i believe it's going to be on the 11th of November, which is coming up in like two weeks, this station is going to, I'm doing a special show at 5 p.m. on a Thursday, November 11th, 5 p.m., November 11th, we're going to do, we're going to raise a million dollars and relieve a million dollars in medical debt across Los Angeles, from the city all the way to the Pacific Ocean. People like you and me with medical debt. And a lot of our homeless people are homeless. Why? Because they have medical debt and they couldn't pay their mortgage and they got kicked on the sidewalk by the banks. And it's real. You've driven up down the streets. They're not kidding. And last week, I cynically told you one of the new real buzzwords being used in the city of Los Angeles, normalizing homelessness. And Greg, I don't think you've heard this one before. Tell me if this is not an Orwellian orgasm. Tell me if Aldous Huxley wouldn't celebrate this and throw powder poofs in the air. Tiny encampment villages. <laughs> I, I, be very careful because seven real estate brokers are going to jump on that. <laughs> uh, would, <laughs> for just a, you know, for just two hundred grand, you can live in a tiny encampment village. <sighs> Right first. Right. Find but, a way to commodify it. Right. We're going to continue. Greg Palast, gregpalast.com. Carrie Harrison with you. This is Harrison's Reality Check. You can check me out anytime at goharrison.com or on all social media at goharrison here on KPFK. Carrie Harrison, Reality Check. Live like NPR on engage in any activity that shall contribute to a lasting understanding between nations and between the individuals of all nations, races, creeds, and colors. To gather and disseminate information on the causes of conflict between any and all of such groups and through any and all means compatible with the purposes of this corporation to promote the study of political and economic problems and of the causes of religious, philosophical, and racial antagonisms. That is our mission. 
Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Carrie Harrison. Reality check. Live. All righty. Hey, quick shout out. Carrie Harrison with you, sitting along with Greg Palast. Shout out to D'Angelo Jones, who is uh, quite an extraordinary uh, board up, also known as engineer, also known as technical director, who I've had the pleasure of working with now for many years. He runs a tight board. You have no idea what that means, but it's a very, very, very good thing in radio running a tight board, as opposed to a loose board, which is when something ends and then there's dead air dead air, dead air, and then something starts up again. That you need to be shot for. You will not hear that when D'Angelo Jones is in the room. So thank you, you thank you, thank you once again. Also, Ali Lexa, who is in charge of uh, the websites. He's in charge of much of the marketing. Um, I mean, he's really the heart and soul in many ways of this operation, the successful part of this operation, I should point out. Yeah, in fact, now at kpfk.org now has a real rock and rep website. In yeah. fact, that's where you can see the poster. Uh, Tell the, us about the, the poster, multi- <laughs> Greg Palace. That, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's an original multiple work of art, no more than 100 by Vic Giza. Uh, who is, you know, the Disney Marvel artist. And uh, there are 100 original, that's it, babies, 100 max, original signed numbered works of art. The This amazing um, poster for a donation of $150. Make that pledge and you make that call. You've only got this hour to do it. We're not going to extend it beyond this hour. It's 818 818- Nine eight five five seven three five, or just go to kpfk.org where it says donate. Let your fingers do the kind of Amazonish thing. We know you know how to do this. You can be listening to us and clicking on your cell phone as well. I did want to do one quick update. Uh, I was on the air a couple of weeks ago as guest host for uh, for Kerry Harrison while he was uh, in uh, Europe, God knows what. Uh, I was smuggling sharp knives on Swiss <laughs> airlines. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Which they don't care about. And, um, and uh, I told you about the case of, of um, Steve Donziger. Steven Donziger. Yeah. Very quickly, Stephen Donziger for um, three decades. He graduated from Harvard Law with Barack Obama. I pictured them palling around. Instead of going out to make a career in politics or cash in like most of those guys did, he dedicated his life for no pay, living on just his wife's income, for no pay, working with the indigenous people of the Amazon rainforest. He successfully sued Chevron Oil for killing kids. How about that? They kill kids. All right. I was there for BBC television. I saw it. I met with Emerhildo Criollo, the chief of the COFAN indigenous group. His son, three years old, went swimming in a lagoon with some shiny stuff on it. It's only three. Came up vomiting blood and oil residue left there by Chevron's Texaco unit, and he died. Then his older son died of leukemia, which is like measles Mm -hmm. in Ecuador. Steve Donziger took up their case. He won $9 billion in Ecuadorian court after eight years of litigation. It was astonishing scientific, every scientific uh, epidemiologist in the planet took part in this. That was worth anything. But Chevron snuck its assets out, never paid a penny, and then they sued Donziger in a U.S. court, found this ultra-right-wing judge named Lewis Kaplan, and he was found guilty of of civil racketeering. This is crazy. They said he tried to bribe a judge. Now, I know Stephen. Again, he gave up all the money. He and his... And they said he would there a bribe from his um, co uh, you know his 
the attorney working with him, Pablo Fajardo, they didn't, when I was in Ecuador, they didn't have cab fare. They couldn't bribe a judge. But, but Chevron gave this judge $2 million for, quote, expenses to come to New York to testify against Steve. Steve was found, a judge would not allow a jury trial, found him liable, made him pay Chevron's legal fees, and then said, you have to turn over your computer, which had all this private information about his clients. You know what? So now Stephen, this week, has begun a six-month prison term. No jury was allowed. We just got a message from him from prison. And, you know, it's a federal prison at Danbury, and he's in a room with 54 guys in a concrete barracks. And you know something? They all said the same thing. You're in here for a misdemeanor? You're a lawyer from Harvard Law School? Let me tell you something. What, now. what can people do to help out? You know what? I'm going to tell you what they can do. They can call 818-985-5735. You say, what? Help Stephen Donziger by donating KPFK? My friends, where else are you going to get this information? This is the only place, only on Pacifica. 818-985-5735. You get my further reports on the Tom Hartman Show. Where else are you going to get that? 818 985 5735 or kpfk.org. You will not get this story anywhere else because National Petroleum Radio, PBS, their number one national sponsor is Chevron Oil. You ain't going to get this story from them. You make that call now. And whether you get the poster or not, this amazing work of art, if you just say, I just want to support this amazing work, go to kpfk. Org. This is Greg Palast. Thank you, Greg Palast. GregPalast.com to learn more, to see more, to understand more, to immerse yourself more in the reality check of it all. Carrie Harrison with you. You can also follow me at any time at GoHarrison.com. GoHarrison.com. You can also on all social media at GoHarrison. A final acknowledgement to Vic Giza, the great Marvel Disney artist who has created this in amazing poster. I don't say amazing because it is, because it is. I mean, Jesus, it looks like you're sitting in the movie theater. $150 pledge. It's super simple. You're going to get it. Each one is signed and numbered. All new interpretation of the KPFK on your wall. You'll be one of 100 live humans on the planet as it goes up in value because it was done by a Disney Marvel artist, that being Vic Giza. It's a collector's item, 24 by 18, suitable for framing. All you have to do is call 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK, or simply go to kpfk.org. Carrie Harrison with you. As always, I'll see you soon.